Welcome to the show. Welcome to Briarcliff. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Let's hear a theme song, shall we? L.I.W. American Horror Story Review. Hello, citizens. Welcome to L.I.W. American Horror Story Review. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 65 for the Asylum Season 201. Welcome to Briarcliff. I've been putting this off for quite a while. Had a lot of other shit going on as far as shows go. And plus, holy shit, this is like a too much, too much good I don't know if it's good, but too much at once, because considering the fact that I'm starting season two now of this show, which I promised and I'm doing, there's also two different shows that are coming out, because we also obviously have season 10 of American Horror Story, which is double feature. We also have American Horror Stories, which turns out is a different thing. I thought it was just they changed it from double feature to American Horror Stories, the title. No, it turns out it's a whole separate show. Whole new episodes, or it's an anthology, completely complete anthology, not just a seasonal anthology like American Horror Story is. So, got too much at once because here at the end of the month, um, season 10 starting, and then also, you know, season, season one of American Horror Stories is wrapping up now. There's only seven episodes, but still, it's, it's too much at once, and I'm going to fall way behind. I just know it. I can see it right now. Starting three seasons at once, not going to be good. Luckily, I am getting... The episode one and two of American Horror Stories out of the way because I want to do American Horror Stories episode three drive in on LAW American Horror Stories. Or sorry, on LAW Anthology Series Review, a different show I do with a group of people. So, yeah, I, I need to get those two episodes out of the way because I want to be caught up by the time we get there and do it sequentially, if, if, you, if you may, if I may. So, um, yeah, this is Welcome to Briarcliff. It's my favorite season of the show. Uh, season two is my favorite. Season one, though, a lot of good stuff. A lot of stuff I really love, so it's really hard to... I, I kind of go back and forth. What it depends on what season I'm watching. I think season one has cooler stuff. But season two, I don't know. Something about it just caught my interest more than season one at, at some point. But I could be wrong. I don't know. I keep going back and forth. But I always kind of land with season two being a little bit better. I don't know. Anyway, so, Rock on the Briarcliff. Starts off. Uh, there's a haunted honeymoon... Uh, sorry, this is 2012. There's a haunted honeymoon tour, the horniest fucking couple in the goddamn world, which is Adam Levine as Leo, and his wife's name is Jenna. They're doing a haunted honeymoon tour. They're going places and fucking there. Uh, they're going to this place, and it was some place of Catholic, the Catholic Church bought in 62 and then converted into an insane asylum, and I guess 46,000 people died there. And then they're walking around, and they start fucking, and then they hear a noise, and she's like, I hope it's Bloody Face. And I'm like, that is the laziest goddamn name I've ever heard, Bloody Face. How, how unimaginative and juvenile is that name for your, your killer, Bloody Face? I wrote in my notes, Blood Face, but I'm pretty sure it's Bloody Face. Holy shit. Uh, they hear the noise. He goes to a door, and he holds a cell phone up to look into it, and then she's like, I'll blow you if you do it. And he's like, okay, yeah. Oh, we're the horniest couple in the world. Nobody fucks like this in real life. Oh, yeah. Can't stop. Can't not fuck. Like, this couple's not going to last. Anyway, he holds the phone through the slot in the door of, you know, one of those insane asylum rooms where it's just a slot. They feed him through. And I assume they put the tray through it. They don't literally hold a cheeseburger up and let the person bite it. But uh, his arm gets ripped off. So I... In my notes, it's called Blowjob Arm Ripoff. Uh, then we cut to 64. 
Uh, Kit Walker is working as a mechanic. He's listening to music. He's having a grand old time. And then some local ruffians show up. And they seem like they're his friend, but they also seem like they fucking hate him. It's kind of weird. And they start giving shit over his black wife. And you're like, ah, I get it. It's the 60s. Yeah. So we get sex. We get races. Okay, great. Here we are. So so much fun to, to watch so far. And then he goes home. And he bangs his black wife. I'm only saying that because that's what they call her. And in the middle of the night, aliens come and take her. It looks like he gets abducted. And then we don't see her again. And then he, uh, his wife's name is Alma. Uh, I don't know why I wrote, they try to take his gun. I don't know what that's all about. I watched this, obviously, several times. But when I did these notes originally, it was like two years ago. <laughs> and then I redid my notes just when I watched it about a month ago, a month and a half. And then I skimmed through it again today. So I, I'm like, I'm not rewatching this again for the thousandth time. I just I just fall behind on my other shows because I have so many other shows on. So go to LIWstudios.com. You'll see all the other shows. You'll see why this show is so sporadic. Um, anyway, Lana Winter shows up. Uh, she's being Her story is that she's sent by her paper to write a report on bread. She's pretending to write about bread. And it's very obvious that she's not really writing about bread. Uh, Sarah Paulson is playing Lana Winters, by the way. Um, you know, you've seen the episode. Why am I saying this like you didn't see it? Anyway, so she's walking around the church, or walking around the uh, insane asylum, uh, and kind of talking to different people. Lily Rabe is there as Sister Mary Eunice. And then we got J- Jessica Lang as Sister Jude Martin. She seems She's like the head one. She's the head nun. And she's talking to her about the bread and blah, blah, blah. What about Bloody Face? When's, when's he showing up? And she's like, you're not really writing about the bread, are you? Ooh, this is not her voice at all. Why am I doing this? Vo- I have no idea. Um, it's revealed that Sister Jude has feelings for the Monsignor, who is played by Joseph uh, Fiennes, Ray Fiennes' brother. Ray Fiennes is the guy from, like, he plays uh, in Harry Potter. That that dude, the, the nose, slit nose dude. Why can't I think of the character name? I don't know. The man who, he who should not be named, whatever that guy's name is, I can't remember off the top of my head for some fucking reason right now. I've seen Harry Potter several times through. I I don't know why I can't think of it. Just not my my thing, you know? But I like it. It's fine. What is his name? What is his name? Ah, fuck it. Who cares? Um, So they finally find out who Bloody Face is. He's getting dragged in. It's Kit. So it's Evan Peters' character from the beginning, the one who's got abducted by aliens. Um, apparently he's been, like, skinning... He skinned three women. That's what he's being arrested for. He's being held at Briarcliff until they decide if he's sane enough to stand trial for the bloody face killings. So, skinning three women. And they're going to see if he's sane enough, and they're going to send him to this fucking place. Man. Maybe I, maybe the reason I loved uh, Shutter Island so much is because it reminded me of this season. That's probably a little bit. Uh, Kit meets a bunch of the other, other patients. Grace... And Shelly, uh, Shelly is Chloe Savini. She's the horniest person you've ever seen outside of that couple from the opening. She's trying to bang him, and she like it's like a prison. She is like, he's mine. He's, he's she's claiming him. And then uh, Grace is like this weird little goth girl, and she's got a. She reminds me of uh, what the fuck is her name from uh, the craft? I know her name. Why I am bl- I'm doing this too early in the morning. It's nine thirty in the morning. I usually do these later, and I have my coffee and everything, so my brain is just not working. I, I this is a bad idea. But they're playing this. The point of the scene is, 
kind of getting to meet everybody, and they're also playing this Dominique record, this French record. It's like, Dominique, Nick, Nick, Nick. It's just repetitive as hell. And if you turn it off, she turns it back on. So it's they're stuck here. So the, you kind of get the point of they're not really trying to, to you know pull you from the edge of insanity. They're trying to push you over that edge. And it's like, well, your morals are severely misplaced if you're, if you're doing that. Because what's the fucking point of doing any of this? Because Jude has conversations later where she's like, I thought we you know, just wanted to help people. And I'm like, no, you don't. You're playing Dominique for 15 hours a day. Holy shit, you're going you're gonna to make people kill themselves. It's just going to be brutal. It's just bodies everywhere. Um, okay, so Jude, she confronts Arden, who is James Cromwell, uh, Dr. Arthur, Arthur Arden. Uh, and he's got some weird Nazi ways. He's like Krieger off Archer. He's just got some weird Nazi shit, and he's doing experiments on people. She confronts him over the missing patients because I guess a bunch of patients just go, you know, turn up missing or don't turn up at all. Obviously, that's what that would mean. Or, or turn up dead. And none of them have loved ones. All the ones that died don't have loved ones. She's like, I'm on to you, motherfucker. Her thick Boston axe. I'm on to you, motherfucker. Like, we're going to get to the bottom of this. And I know you're, you're a part of this. You're doing some wicked shit to these, to these people. And that's not cool. You know, we don't fight in the parking lot, bro. Let's go out there. But yeah, you kind of get the idea that Arden doesn't even, Arden is that way because he doesn't even try to defend himself. He's like, well, what are you going to do? You know? Yep. Anyway, I'm here. I'm supposed to be here. So I'm not going to deny anything you just said, but I don't care what you think. Fuck off. Lana and Shelly are talking about getting into the asylum. Shelly is Lana's girlfriend and... If the PTA finds out they're lesbians, Shelly's worried she's going to get fired and all this. So that's setting up that part. Uh, Shelly is also played by... Uh, let's see, where the fuck is, is she on here? <laughs> Good God. Man, my, I cannot think of names at all. At all right now. This is I, this is rare when I can't think of names at all. It's Cleetaval. I thought at the top of my head. I can't even find her name to be. Anyway, Cleetaval plays uh, Shelly. Um... And she's worried. So that's setting that up. Sister Juke uh, is making dinner for the Monsignor. They have a conversation where he talks about if he becomes the Pope or what the fuck his next move is as Monsignor. That he's going to bring Sister Jude along with her, with him. And she'll become uh, Mother Superior and all this stuff. And just keeps... And then she has like this erotic fantasy. She's like constantly touching her necklace and stuff. Just like mm, her rosary beads and just rub it. And then it turns like her in lingerie. And then it cuts back to reality, which is nothing. I'm like, if you want to fuck this dude, maybe you're in the wrong field. And I guess that's the point, but this show loves to have sex. And you don't ever see anything, so why do I want to watch them have sex? I just, just don't do it. I, I just don't care. I don't give a shit. It's always so, so boring. Especially when it's fucking Lady Gaga and she's fucking seven dudes in, in, in a, as a vampire in that hotel season. And I'm like, I, I just, stop it. I, Come on. It's like the first two to three episodes of a season. They have to have a bunch of sex to keep people interested, which is not... But instead, it makes me go, you should watch American Horror Story. Just keep in mind, only the first two to three episodes have a lot of sex. After that, they stop doing it. So keep that in mind. You should watch it, though. I have to like set people up for that realization, and I hate that I have to do that. Anyway, um, Arden sedates Kit in the middle of the night, takes him into this lab, and then he's cutting him open, and he finds this like weird 
chip in his neck, pulls it out. It grows legs and starts running away. And <laughs> clearly, he was taken by aliens at this point. We know this. Um, it's official. It's official. And at the same time, um, Lana is sneaking in and trying to talk to Kit, but he's not in his room, obviously. Um, Arden orders Mary Eunice to feed the creatures in the woods. So we got that going on. We got a little bit of a the village thing going on. Uh, Lana runs into her outside and then she runs back into the asylum after being chased by the creatures. And then the next, I don't know, later she wakes up as a new patient. So there she is. She's going to be stuck there. That's kind of her character for the rest of the season. So she does get out eventually, obviously. I'm not going to spoil that, but I mean, I am spoiling it, but you've seen it, right? You've seen the episode. And then the last thing we see is Sister Jude. She goes and she blackmails Wendy over. She's like, you're going to say you committed her. Or otherwise, I'm going to tell them you all, you guys are wicked fags. Like, she goes super Boston on her. Um, yeah, she's like, you know, you don't want you to get fired over this. So uh, how about you uh, turn in your, le- your lesbian lover? And, I, you know, I won't say anything. We, the church won't say anything. PTA won't find out. You got a lovely little job there. That You know, keep a job. I'm losing the accent. Anyway, so she, she basically blackmails her over this shit. So Lana is stuck there now. She has someone co-signing on her being in a mental institution. Fucking hardcore for a sister. Not not uh, not like that, but like a, a, a nun. Hardcore. Really fucking shady and definitely immoral. Very, very immoral. All defined. And I don't know why she does this because Sister Jude is not on the side of Arden. So why the fuck does she care if Lana writes a report about Bloody? I don't understand why at this point. I mean, maybe they do reveal it. I just haven't seen this season in a while, in a couple years. But maybe they reveal I don't, but it would make more sense if she was on the side of Arden. There, she's trying to hide that from, from the, you know, going public. But no, it's not, not the case. So why is she doing all this shady shit? And for what? Why? I don't, it, make, it makes my brain hurt because I, I just don't know why she would even give a shit. Maybe I'll have to rewatch that scene. But no, uh, whatever. Uh, I guess technically the last thing we see is Bloody Face not now in 2012, which is when uh, Adam Levine's arm ripped off. And then it's like, I'm Bloody Face. And he's like wearing a face mask, literally a mask made of someone's face. And that's it. There's Bloody Face. New. And, and I guess you're supposed to be thinking like, oh, he's been living there this whole time. Kit's, Kit's there? obviously it's not going to be Kit. Kit's not going to be bloody face. Motherfucker's abducted by aliens. He, was, he wasn't he was out there skinning people a lot. I'm like, come on. So, even when he watches just the one episode, I'm, I'm thinking, oh, it's not Kit. Okay. Otherwise, why would they do that in, season, in the first episode? They would introduce that way later where you find out it's Kit. Anyway, um, I know I, I blinked on a lot of fucking names right now. What is his name from Harry Potter? That is driving me fucking nuts. Man, it's like... Yeah, I, I feel like I, I should know it, but I just, just for some fucking reason can't. Anyway, uh, good episode, not great. It sets it up, kind of. I watched this episode the first time, and I was like, okay, here we go. And then the later episodes are what kind of draws you in a, a lot more. This one, not so much. This one made me kind of go, oh, no. Because I was worried we are going to see way too much of the 2012 storyline. It turns out we don't. It's the, It you know pops up here and there, and that's it. And then, then it becomes about it way later on, but and it's cool when it does happen, except the bad old lady makeup that they put on a certain character, who I won't say, 
because it'll it'll spoil it. Just, just in case you haven't seen it, definitely check out the rest of season two. Great, great season. Um, one of the two to three best seasons, you know, just in general for me, it's it's the best. But I think people people really do enjoy this season. Not as much. I think people enjoy season one way more. And people fucking, especially women, love the coven and the and the the goddamn freak show episode season, which I, I hate the freak show season. It's the only season of the show I hate. I hate it. It's so unfocused and garbage. Anyway, I'm not gonna. I'm not here to bitch about that. I'll do that when we do it. When I get there, in in six years, when I get to season four. Anyway, I keep saying anyway, but anyway, let's. Get, I'm gonna get out of here. Liwstudios.com. Check out Lori Turner Wonderland on YouTube. I was gonna do the video episode of this. I was gonna do it live, but I figure out not for season two. I'll do that for the American Horror Stories show. So those will be live on YouTube. I'll do a double feature there review. And cover those on video. You can see me for the first time for this show. That, that'll be that'll be strange. But yes, I will get out of here now. LAW Studios, Lord Team Wonderland. Tuesday nights we do Twilight Zone live show. Sunday nights we do anthology series, which is where you'll see the uh, the third episode of American Horror Stories. Uh, drive in. We're doing that this Sunday. That will be the eighth of August, twenty twenty one. And then we're doing an, then after that we do a Nick Cage movie. So it's an anthology show, then a Nick Cage movie. We review both. A lot of fun. Nick Cage is all the fuck over the place, and so are our shows. Anyway, um, until next time. In the meantime, I'm Phoenix West. So long, citizens. Welcome to Briarcliff. Bye. That was weird. That was awkward. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. How many episodes have I ended by saying I'm so sorry?